For today's lesson, we'll be walking you through the step-by-step -step of our top secret calendaring system so you can stay organized and get crap done. <laughs> calendaring, are you doing it? A couple of months ago, I did an interview with my brother, Derek, and one of the main things he brought up was the power and the importance of calendaring. Be more organized and calendar your to-do list better. Majority of people I know are not good at this. And it's incredible how many people I'll call or I'll text. I'll be like, have you done this? Have you done that? And they're like, no, but how do you remember to tell me that? It's all here on the calendar. And he said, I use it every day. This is how I run my life, run my business. I don't know what I would do without it. And it kind of struck me that this is something that we haven't talked about yet. Something that is so important. It's kind of in the day-to-day, -day, the get things done. It's how we manage our life and our business. But it's something that people don't talk about a lot and something that we haven't gotten into on this podcast before. It's something so basic and so simple that I don't even think to ask people if they're doing it because it is one of the biggest no-brainers of being a human being and running a business. I don't know how many conversations I've had where someone's like, I just can't get stuff done. Or I'll talk to someone and they'll be like, you know, what did you do today? And I'm like, I did this, 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 and this. And I made it to this. And I was on time here. And I was able to do this. Not perfect. But while I'm talking to them, it's like, I'm trying to figure out this big, huge answer to their problem as to why they can't get organized and why they're missing things and why they're late. And while they're not able to get things done that they want to get done in the day. And finally, after a while, because it's so obvious to me, I don't even think to ask it. I go, how are you keeping track of all the details of your life? How are you managing all of the items that you need to do every single day. They're basically trying to keep track of their life in their brain and they're not using a calendar system. And I just look at them like, are you crazy? Your brain and your life is going to be so discombobulated and disorganized. And it's like a big, huge traffic jam in your brain if you don't have a very simple calendaring system. Now, Justin and I kind of do it in different ways, but they're very basic. This is super simple, super easy, but there is no way I would be able to survive as a mother, a business owner, an entrepreneur, a wife, a sister, a human being without taking all of the stuff that needs to happen on a daily basis and organizing it in a system that I use every single day. There's no way. I mean, unless you have a photographic memory, okay, maybe you are a unique percentage of the world's population. If you don't have a photographic memory, then you better well get a good organization system. Otherwise, you're just toast. You're heading to a dead-end track that's going to fall off cliff. We've talked about having goals and dreams and visions and all that, and all that is incredibly important. But this is where the rubber meets the road, the execution. But how do you execute if you don't have a plan? Now, I've tried and looked at and used all different kinds of softwares and all mm -hmm. kinds of things. And don't get me wrong, like, there's probably good stuff out there that you may use. And if you're using it, if it works for you, cool. But this, for me, has been far and wide the best thing that has worked to help me manage my time, stay on task, keep my priorities, get crap done. It's been life-changing. Like Tara said, we do it differently, so you don't need to do this exactly how we talk about. But our goal is to give you a lot of takeaways. So for example, right now it's 9.29 a.m. on Monday as we're recording this. And I've literally already gotten like so much stuff done today. And not only have I gotten stuff done, but it's been very focused. Like I haven't been on social media. I haven't been doing a bunch of random stuff because I already knew before the day started exactly my top priorities and the things that I would be getting done today. In fact, the reason why we're doing this podcast right now is because of our calendaring system. We yep. put it in there. We had notes on it. This is huge, guys. And it basically comes down to two apps or two types of software. It is your Google Calendar and the alarms on your phone. Those two things. And we'll talk more about that. 
So the purpose of having a calendar for your life is so that you are in charge of your life. Any given day, I will know what's happening next month, next year, tomorrow, what happened yesterday, because I can instantly pull up my phone or my computer and see a list of things that need to get done by priority, when they're happening, what time, what things can be moved around, and that allows me to have control of my life instead of just letting what happens in the day come at me and I don't know who's happening here or what. Or It's like if I know on Thursday for six hours I've got this certain project I will take these big pieces of time and put them in my week. And then as I look at my week, I go, okay, this is a big chunk. This is a big chunk. This is here. The important things that really need to get done are priority and nobody touches those. I protect those unless I choose to move those around. Therefore, that puts me in charge of what's happening. And so the things that are really important to me go on my calendar and they're there and I'm aware of them days in advance and preparing for them. And then anything that needs to happen afterwards, I'm also adding And so instead of things just coming at me and I'm just like, ah, this and I'm forgetting this and not doing these important things, those are there. And then I plan all these little things around it. It's like that old analogy where they take that jar and they say, okay, here's some big rocks and here's some sand. And you pour the sand in first and then you try to put the rocks in and you can't fit them in the jar. And then you have the other scenario where you take these big boulders, these things that are really important to you. You put those first into the jar, they fit, and then you fit the sand all around it. That's what calendaring is. What's important to you? What needs to happen? What needs to be done? And how do you stay organized so you stay on top of the things and the goals that you want to do and achieve? So Tara and I simply both use the Google Calendar. It's connected with our Gmail accounts. It's connected with our Google Docs. And the calendar is right in there. So for me, every single day before I finish the day, I'll look at my calendar for that day. And I'll look at my calendar for the next day and I will see exactly what I have going on. Now, a lot of people use their calendar just for when they have to be somewhere. Appointments, dates, very specific time events. We use our calendar for those things. We also use them as our to-do list for the day. Because to me, why not keep them all in the same spot? So once again, every single day before the next day starts, I'll go through my calendar. I'll look at all the items that I did or did not do that day. And I will prioritize and I'll say, okay, what got done? What didn't get done? What needs to get done tomorrow? What are my most important things tomorrow? I'll look at what I have for tomorrow because I might already have some things on there for tomorrow. And then I'll prioritize. I'll say, what is the most important thing for tomorrow? So every day I know what my most important thing is. I know what my second most important thing is. And I know what my third most important thing is. Now it depends. There's nuance there, right? Like Tara said, if there's like a huge project that we're working on, then that might take most of the day. And then you have the whirlwind of things that come up that fill in the spots in between. Or you might have 10 super small, easy tasks. It's not just priority number one, priority number two, and priority number three. But That's generally about what I do. I'll take the very top priority, the most important thing, and that usually goes in the seven o'clock spot. It doesn't mean that I'm doing that thing right at seven o'clock. That's just the slot that I put it in. You could put it at one o'clock or it doesn't matter, but that's just where I put it on my calendar to-do list, if you will. So for me, I'll use like the salmon. It's just the default color that comes up on my calendar as my to-do list. And then if there's like a firm set appointment, I'll do that in yellow because it helps me stay organized. These are to-dos. These are my fixed appointments. Anything that's in yellow is a fixed appointment. I have to be here. I have to be on this call. I have to do this thing at this time. And then you can also write notes within these tasks. For example, I wrote a few days ago, we had the idea, we were talking about we should do a calendaring podcast. 
So at first I wrote a to-do in Salmon that said, do calendaring podcast. And I put it on today for Monday. And then I started to think of ideas because that thing was now planted in my brain. That, oh, we're going to do this on Monday. So every time I thought of an idea to talk about for the calendaring podcast, I put it in the notes section within that item. And I then turned it blue. The reason I turned it blue is because it tells me that there are notes within this task item that you have on your calendar. Because a lot of times I'll forget, oh, there's some valuable information in there. So for me, it's three simple colors. It's the salmon standard color for to-dos. It's the yellow for any fixed appointments. And then it's blue if I have notes written within. I do it similarly. I love Google Calendar because it's on my phone and it's on my computer and it goes everywhere I go. So let's say I am at one of the kids' practices and I get an email from a client saying, let's meet tomorrow at 11 o'clock. I can be hanging out at that practice, throw that on my phone really quick and it will sync with everything. And then I will know that tomorrow I have this thing that I need to do. What I like to do is I like to take my Google Calendar and I like to see the week view. That means I can easily see every single day, but I have the week at a glance. Yes. As a mom, this is crucial because I have a lot of appointments of things that I'm taking kids to. I am in charge of a lot of the finances in our home, so I have bills. I love the recurring option on the Google Calendar where it says every night at 4 p.m., I need to take case into boxing, and that's on my calendar. I do a similar thing where if it's an appointment, it's a specific color. Everything else is in a different color of my tasks to do for the item. Now, what I do that's a little different is I don't necessarily use the time portions of the calendar. Mine's just a generic list, but it's important to the day. And so I will have a list when I wake up each day of things that need to get done that particular day. And the things that are top priority, I put at the top of that day, the top slot, 1 a.m., 2 a.m. And because I'm not following the time sequences, it just works better for me. And then anytime I get that done, I love the feeling of checking something off. And so I will take that little slot of what needs to happen and I will move it up. And then I know everything above this blank space is done and everything below it needs to happen. And if it's in a color, it's an appointment. And I love knowing what I have for that week. And then every Sunday, usually with the kids, I will say, okay, this is what we've got going on for the week. I'll quickly skim. We've got piano this day. We have family coming this day. We are going out of town. Oh, we've got this dentist appointment at this time. And it helps keep the kids organized, helps me stay organized. And then each night before I go to bed, I review it. When I wake up, I review it to make sure I don't miss any appointments. And then what I also love, I basically use two things in tandem, and so does Justin, which is the Google Calendar, throwing everything in my life on my calendar. And I even put things like motivational thoughts, things I want to remember, things I want to improve. I'll put health goals on there. And then I'll say, you know, remember your health goals and this and this or certain things I want to feel or, or do, I will put on my calendar, even if they're not to do's, but just reminders for my mind to think about this today. So then I will take that calendar. And back in the day, I had like a manual page binder thing that I would have to write all these recurring tax payments and all these recurring business items that every single day to get a new calendar, I'm like, well, here goes a day of writing all the details that recur. But the Google calendar, it's like it's in there. So I can put every single birthday and say, repeat once a year, and then I know everybody's birthday. It's, it's amazing. I love it. What I also do is if something is important, let's say I am giving a talk on church at church on Sunday. That Sunday before, I will say, remember, you're giving a talk this week. And then I will start writing notes on that in my calendar of this is when I get thoughts, just like Justin was saying, and I'll throw that in there. And then Saturday is remember to have your talk finished by today. And then 
the talk is on Sunday. So I don't just use some things once because sometimes I need reminders. Prepare for this. Or, okay, the kids are going here. Remember to take this waiver. Okay, tomorrow a podcast is going out. Remember to post a reel on here, 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 and here. And these recurring things that keep my brain working and functioning without it having to be always remembered by that very moment. It's just chaotic. If you don't have a calendaring system, it's a very chaotic way to live your life. So what else is really important to me is I have the calendar. It's all written on there and I can watch and see things happening. But I also need reminders that if I'm working and I'm really focused on something, I need something like a loud noise going off in my head that says, it's time to pick up your kids. I do not know how many times I probably would have forgotten to pick up my kids because when you're in the work zone, you're just cranking and you're doing stuff. And I would forget so many times when to pick kids up. And so I will set timers for picking up kids or, hey, there's an appointment at this time or, hey, we're going here at this time. So I love the combination of having a Google calendar with all the information, all the notes. I can see everything on there. And then something that will make a sound to remind me, hey, I've got to go this. And I'll add time there if it's, okay, Kason's going to boxing at 4 p.m. So I put reminders in there, have his gloves, have his wraps, make sure he has good shoes on, take a water bottle so that when I talk to him, I can say, okay, get ready. You have 15 minutes. And at 3.45, another alarm goes off and says, okay, get in the car and let's go. Now, it may sound kind of anal, but it actually makes your life really easy and simple. And it just takes all the thoughts in your head that are causing chaos and putting them on an organized manner that allows you to have this personal assistant that you don't have to pay that's telling you what to do and keeping you on top of things, which is huge. Our calendaring system is an extension of our brain. I don't know about you guys, but half the time I wake up, I don't even remember my name, let alone like what I'm going to be doing that day. Sometimes I wake up and I'm like, wait, where am I? Whose room am I in? It takes me a minute to even figure out where I'm at. So there are some days when I feel super motivated and I know I have tons of clarity on what I want to do and what I should be doing. But most days you wake up and you're like, wait, what do I need to do today? What's going on? And you look at your calendar and it's like, okay, it gets you in the zone. It gets that brain firing, gets you back going. Every day, if you're just counting on your brain to figure out what to do or what your priorities are, you're screwed. I don't even understand. It blows my mind that people function that way. Most try to function that way and that's why they don't function Mm -hmm. when you really dig into it. It doesn't go well. They're meandering. They don't have a plan. They're missing appointments. People can't trust them. They're not communicating. They're not prepared ahead of time. They're not prepared when they're supposed to be somewhere. It's just messy. It drives me crazy. (laughs) (laughs) If you ever work with or for us, you will have to be organized in this way or we won't be able to work together. And everyone that has ever worked with us, we've had to teach them this because sometimes they'll forget something. Why did you forget? Like, I just didn't remember. Do you have in your calendar? Like, what? Yeah. (laughs) So we'll have to teach them the system. We'll assume that they're organized in this way. And 99% of the time, they're not. And then they get it figured out and they're like, okay, then we're in sync and we're getting stuff done. Mm -hmm. You know, there's those days where you wake up and you're like, I just got 5 million things done. And then there are those other days where something comes in and you have this unexpected project or this deadline or this problem that you need to resolve and you didn't get to a big chunk of the things you wanted to do. Life happens. Life Life happens. happens. And in a way that kind of drives me nuts because I'm like, I love to get stuff done. I love to cross things off. I love to take those little sections and move them up and be like, boom, I'm done. But it doesn't happen. And every single day I am moving a chunk of things over because I can't get them done. But I love having them on there and knowing that I will still get to them. All I have to do is take one second and go click, drag over to the next day. Or sometimes I'll drag to the next week. Sometimes I'll throw it to the next month because I'm like, this would be great. It's just not happening right now because all of a sudden I have this other project or something else coming on. And so I love the ability to easily take something that's important to me, but move it down, down, down or off indefinitely. Or sometimes I love to just delete something like, this is not happening. Forget it. Let's go. Yeah. And then sometimes you move things over, over, over every day or to the next week or next month. And you're like something that a month ago seemed so important is no longer important. It's no longer a priority or you just happen to get it done. 
Mm-hmm. You can delete, delete, delete. It's so much fun. It feels so great. <laughs> Another really cool thing about calendaring and writing things down is that if you are not writing things down and getting them out of your brain, your brain becomes this messy traffic jam situation where you might have this really cool idea, but it's so chaotic in your own brain that there's an idea, but the rest of the really cool information that's supposed to flow from that idea can't get anywhere because you're too jammed up in your head. So it's so cool because you'll start this new thing on your calendar and you'll write, you know, I want to do a podcast about this. And then you start writing these notes and it will just flow. So you're opening up the creativity, the idea, the juices in your brain, giving them space to get all that information out. And then you feel more calm. You feel more at peace. You feel more organized. And anytime you have an idea, you have somewhere to put it. And so growing up, there was this phrase my dad said that was, it was dirt foot. Like, don't leave anything around the house. Everything has a place. And put it in that place, and then everything is more organized, and the family can flow throughout the house without tripping over things and having a mess and chaos and drama and all this unnecessary baloney that comes from being disorganized. Now, everybody's a little bit disorganized, and there needs to be a buffer zone for allowing things to come in, and you don't want to be so rigidly scheduled that you can't handle obstacles that will come because they do come every day. So it's nice to have a buffer of, like, this is what I want to get done, but I'm also okay with not getting this done. But if you can start to write things down, you will get a lot more ideas. Your things will flow. You'll be able to sit and think for a minute and go, okay, I don't have anything. From 12 to 2, I kind of want to hash this idea out in my mind. And that's why, like, for example, Justin is able to have so many ideas is because all the random to-dos and the this and the that is all in his calendar. So he has these spaces where he knows I'm not needed from here to here. My mind is now able to go down this rabbit hole of an idea or something that allows me to be super creative and have really cool, very ingenious ideas that are a huge, you know, aspect of growing this company today. But anytime I feel anxious, it's 99% of the time because I'm not super clear on the next thing I need to do on what my focus is. And so I just go to my calendar. I look at what's on there or it's often because I have like 20 things on there and I know I can't do it all. And so I'll look at it and reassess my goals and my focus and what my vision is right then. And I'll start to move things around. I'm like, okay, I cannot get this done today. I can't get this done. Move that to next week, move that to next month. I'm going to delete that. This has changed. And then I just calm down. I'm like, oh, I can see clearly now. The rain is gone. I can move. (laughs) But I can move forward with confidence and feel good about where I'm at. Because that's a lot of times where anxiety comes from is lack of clarity, lack of focus, overwhelm. You're trying to do too many things and you can't do all the things. We want to do all the things, but we can't. Less is more. And it's cool because, you know, Tyson's living with us. And the other day he was like, man, like the way you guys sold that house, that was crazy. Because we're selling a house. We have a lot of visitors. We have reunions. We have a business that we're running and other businesses that we're managing. And, and Tyson just looked at us like, you guys set a goal and you got it done. Like, how did you do that? And come to find out he's not keeping a calendar. And we are. If we say something, we're going to do it. And then we have a system for calendaring it, knowing when it's going to come and what needs to happen. And then we do that. It's very simple. But Extremely, extremely important. So, for example, today I had four to five top priorities that I needed to focus on. One of them was some not-so-fun legal stuff that we're kind of dealing with. I had to read through some emails and respond to my attorney about some things. And then we had this podcast to record. And then I needed to touch base with Brian Guerin on the next steps with us working together going forward. And then I wanted to look into different podcast players that we could promote and advertise our podcast on. And then I wanted to start the process of looking into different ways to get sponsors for the show. So those were my top five priorities. And then I also had three people that I needed to follow up with on different things. 
So while the three people I needed to follow up with maybe weren't quite as high a priority, they each only took 30 seconds to do. So I knocked those out of the way because even though they weren't the most important thing, they were important and I could knock them out of the way, get them done really quick, put the ball back in those people's court to be able to do things on their end. That's a really good point because there are things that are time sensitive. So let's say you're working on a project and you need to send some footage to someone for a video that you're making. A lot of times we like to put those at the top of the day. We'll send it to them and then they can start working on it. Yep. And so it's really important too sometimes to go, hey, this is important. If I can give that back to them, then they have a full day now to work on it instead of me sending it to them tonight. And so that's a good exactly. tip too. So a lot of people say, don't look at any email and don't look at any text. And don't. I actually like to go over my email really quickly just to make sure I don't need to restructure anything for the day. Nothing super urgent came up. That's higher priority. The problem is, is when people get into their email and they start going down these rabbit holes and get into social media, and then they're not getting anything done for the day. If you're well prioritized and you have your calendar planned, hopefully you can stay away from that. I'll check real quick, delete, delete. Like I like to keep a pretty clean inbox, but I don't go through all of it in detail first thing in the morning. I'll just go through, browse real quick, maybe delete a couple things. I also like to use an app called Boomerang, or you can use your Snooze, which allows you to reschedule emails to come back to you at a later time. So I knocked out following up with those three people, and then I wrote some more notes on the podcast, some ideas that I had, the things that I wanted to talk about. I responded to the email with my attorney, and then a few different things happened. Now, things will happen in life, so you got to have a plan, but you got to be ready to adapt and adjust to the plan. Brian reached out, and he wanted to know if Tara and I could talk today at 12 o'clock about some of the exact same things that I wanted to talk to and work with him on. So knowing that that was one of my priorities for the day in my mind allowed me to think, yes, that sounds perfect. Like sometimes things will just fall into your lap that align with your vision and your mission and your goals and where you're at. Sometimes things will fall into your lap that maybe weren't exactly what you planned on, but maybe it's even a better opportunity or a better priority or more important, but still helps you reach your end goals. Keep that in mind. Unless your end goal is going to change all of a sudden one day, just out of nowhere, which doesn't usually happen, I would assume. But if this big thing comes up, for example, if our goal is to create amazing content for the Millionaire University podcast, grow the podcast, and monetize through sponsorships, and we have someone who reaches out or something that happens that will allow us to do one of those things in a huge way, we might put something to the side. Like even recording this podcast could have waited till tomorrow. That's about it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it could have if something huge would have come up. But this was pretty much one of our, if not our top priority for the day. Yes, that's a good point. And on the other end is what this does is if you've put the most important things into your life, it will also give you the permission to say no. Sometimes human beings are horrible yes. at saying no. And sometimes entrepreneurs are not very good because you know what? We're learning. We're intelligent. We have things to say. When you gain a skill set, you're going to have people reaching out to you. And if you say yes to everything, you are saying no to many other things. So if you don't have some idea of what your goals are, what your time is, and you don't protect that, other people will take advantage of it Mm -hmm. as much as possible. Not because any bad intention, but because people want to be around other people who can help and inspire and motivate them. And as you're setting goals and achieving them, you become one of those people. And so another thing that's really important to remember is blocking your time. So for me as a mom and always being a mom who's working, this has been really, really important because there's this thing called mom guilt that's kicked my booty from time to time. And it's important that there are these times where you're able to have focused work because if you're trying to take care of kids and do this and that and that, and 
you have a million interruptions coming in. You can't really get quality work done because you have an open door policy of, sure, I'm working, but come on in, talk about anything, do anything. It's totally fine. You need to have these sections of from 12 to 2 each day I do this, or this is the nap time. When when my kids were taking naps, it was like, okay, I have two hours where the kids are all asleep. I'm going to work here. Okay, now they're awake. So I'm going to do this and this with them. And then from this time, they're going to take another nap or they have preschool or they have school. And I've constantly been moving these blocked times of getting focused work done and also having blocked time of, okay, from this to this time in the morning, this is my study time. This is my workout time. And then this time is my work time. And then this is my time when kids are home and we're doing homework. And then this is just Justin and my time. Something that's really important too and to be made mention of is if you are married or in a relationship, protect you and your spouse's Mm -hmm. time. That has been really, really important to Justin and I. We always have time at night to be together. We go to bed together every single night. That is like our time. It's protected. It's really important. And that has been really huge 98% of the time. It doesn't mean if one of us has something planned or to do, we can do that. Yeah. But that's pretty much... We mostly go to bed together. And so that keeps us connected. We love to snuggle, (laughs) get a good snuggle time. So we've protected these important times. Also, it's important for me, for my own preference, to be there when my kids are going to school or when they're coming home or that we have these conversations. It's important for me to exercise. That's really important for my health and mental health. And then I also like to study and grow. And so blocked time is really important. And sometimes as moms, you feel bad that you're telling your child, hey, I can't talk to you right now. I can't do this. You will be a better mother. You are important as a mother to be healthy, happy, and sane, and you are caring for your children. You're also teaching your children that they can stand on their own two feet. They can have their own thoughts and ideas. Sometimes when I tell my kids, hey, I'm in here from here to this. I'm in the office from this time to this time. You guys can work on your projects. You can work on your jobs. You can work on these different things. Please don't interrupt me. I'm also showing them that they can be organized as well. They can communicate as well. They can have boundaries as well and showing them as an example how to be organized and get stuff done, but then also how to prioritize them and let them know they matter, they're important, but also help them to be independent learners, independent doers, independent movers. Now, I have three teenagers. They are not all independent in the things I want them to do every single day, not even close, but we have had jobs. We've had job charts. I make lists with them. I teach them how to make lists. I have two boys who have ADD, and for some reason they fight making a list like nobody's business, and it kicks their booty. Mm -hmm. They have had some struggles with school because they resist making a list and getting things done and checking them off. Now, my daughter, Britlin, is awesome at this, and I can tell her something to do. I can give her 20 items, and she can get them done. My boys, I give them one thing, and they'll get it done, and they'll need reminders because they have not understood or gotten this down. And they're learning, but they haven't quite gotten there yet. And so... As someone who has a home and who has a business, who has a family, if you're single, if you're married, whatever it is, you have a personal life and you have a business life and they need some organization and that will keep you sane, keep others sane and allow you to show up to the things you want to show up in the way that you want to show up with a much better likelihood that you'll enjoy that situation. Amen. Amen. Another thing too that's really important for me is I'm essentially the password keeper in our family. Where do you think the kid, boys got their ADD from? <laughs> so that's why I need to use a calendar because I need to manage it. ADD, you need a calendar even more because otherwise the brain is disorganized. So I'm trying to get the boys into that. They're going to get there at some point. But one thing that's really important to me is to have a password organizer. If you have a business or just a personal life, you have a million passwords that you need that are constantly changing and If you can remember all of those, I am so impressed. Send me your tactics and skills, but I've not met a single person who can remember every single password. So I have certain password apps or software that I use to help me to remember all of the passwords. And I put those in alphabetical order for da-da-da-da-da in order to keep passwords. So that's a big one too in being organized. Can you remember your passwords and get the information you need when you need it 
So you don't have to spend an hour trying to figure out a password or what you're doing that day and wasting tons of time and frustrated energy. This girl's on fire. <laughs> this morning, I had some people reach out with different things and things move around, things shift. Like Tara mentioned, whenever you say yes to something, you are always saying no to something else. So the game I'm constantly playing is this thing that is coming in and potentially interrupting my day or my schedule. Is it worthy of that interruption? Is it more important than what I'm doing? Is it a part of what I'm doing? Because you do want to be flexible. You don't want to be that person that is so stuck and rigid in their plan that you don't even recognize this amazing opportunity that came at you. Because the truth is when you have plans and you do things, you're going to send things out to other people and Sometimes they're going to respond and they're going to be ready to roll and move. And you're like, oh, no, this doesn't fit into my calendar. You don't want to do that. But you also don't want to be just moved with anything that comes in and out and constantly waiting for other people to dictate your life because they will. The more you say yes to people, the more things they'll ask you to do. And then you just keep doing them and doing them. And that's great. We love doing things for people. We love serving people. But we also want to serve in the highest and best use of mm -hmm. our time. And things that we enjoy as well, things that are referred to as our genius zone. There have been times when both Tara and I have been doing lots of good things, lots of service, if you will, but I wasn't happy. We sold our business and I wasn't super happy because I ended up doing all the service for everyone else. And before you knew it, I was the gopher going around doing minimum wage type jobs and they weren't super fulfilling to me and I didn't like it. Here I'm retired and I'm doing things I don't want to do. So you've got to take control of your life. You've got to get clarity on where you want to go and then do those things. It's not rocket science, but a calendar will help you stay prioritized because we're constantly feeling different and looking at things in a different way and forgetting things. But I go to my calendar and it's like, boom, 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 boom. And then I have my plan B, C, D, E, F, G. I have items on my calendar for today, for tomorrow, from yesterday. Like if I didn't finalize yesterday and go back to tomorrow's, and I can move those things around and reprioritize. And then I'm constantly thinking of new ideas that I'll throw on either at tomorrow or today. When I have a thought, I write it down and I keep moving on my tasks. Unless that thing that I just thought of is now more important than anything else that I'm focused on. Mm -hmm. I have no problem with scrapping the entire day. If a new thing comes up, I'm like, this is what I need to focus on right now. Now how we've talked about in the past don't be shiny object syndrome. That's Squirrel not syndrome. what I'm talking about. I'm talking about knowing where you're going and having a plan and then realizing there's a plan within the plan within the plan within the plan of a small thing that can adjust and tweak and change that can change everything to still help you get to the goals that you want to get to. If you've been working on a business for three months and all of a sudden one day you're like, I'm going to do this totally different business thing. And that might just be your mind avoiding the hard things that you have to do. Because everything you do that's worth doing in life, there will be what they call the valley or the trough of despair or sorrow that you have to work through. I know I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, but I want to make sure that what we are saying is clear. Be ready to pivot, adjust, adapt based on new opportunities and new things and new ways of doing things that come your way. You will be getting data and information as you take action. Adjust and pivot to those things, but don't deviate from the ultimate plan, if you're about to get traction, you're like that three feet from gold and you're like, I'm going to go over here and start digging in a new spot because mm -hmm. I haven't hit the gold yet, right? right. You got to know when to push through and you got to know when to pivot. And you got to know when to give yourself permission to say no. I would say one of the hardest things I've struggled with as a mom is the PTA. <laughs> like having my <laughs> kids go to school and getting all these things of, Tara, join the PTA. Tara, can you do this? Tara, can you do this? Or church responsibilities. Tara, can you be here? Tara, can you do this? And I have been in places and situations where I have given way too much and it has completely 
burned and I've crashed and just been like, I can't do everything. So I finally, and at some not, point, if you're doing voluntary things and you enjoy that, some people are in a spot where they want to be a, in a place where they can do more of those things. And that's great. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of that. We're not saying not to do that. Yeah. But we love it. We think altruism is very important, but just because something is good doesn't mean you should be doing it. And you need to let go of the guilt and say, no, what is the highest and best use of my time? Where can I put my energy today? Am I saving it for the people who matter most to me? Am I saving it for myself? Am I pushing the needle or moving the needle, as they say? Then yes. Say yes to those things, and you're going to say no to a lot of things. I'm just letting you know now. You're going to say no to a lot of things. And I threw in your spouse. I'm not saying that you need to say yes to everything your spouse wants to do either. We're very... no. We've... (laughs) (laughs) Hey, but sometimes people say yes to everyone else, and then they say no to their spouse and their relationship, and then they wonder why it's struggling. So for us, you got to put the oxygen mask on yourself first. Make sure you can breathe. And then it's about Tara and I, and then our circle from there extends to our kids, our extended family, I guess our direct family, depends on how you want to look at it, and then others from there. And it's not like this exact thing, I'm only going to take care of myself till I feel 100% perfect. No, there's a balance in there. Also, because we're married, we can speak from that place, is Justin kind of takes the business and he's more of the pusher in that area. And then me with the family and finances and different things are going on at home, I'm more the lead on that. He's the captain of the business. I'm the captain of the family. Things overlap to a large degree, but it works well because you kind of need someone pulling this area and someone pulling this area and making sure all the balls are staying in the air. Us to kind of have like our focus and then our overlap areas. And then to work on the things that we both don't want to do, that takes some organization as well because those are no fun. And then also, for example, we know that you're always, as of right now, going to do a reel for each podcast that we do and stuff like that. So that's super cool to know all that. So I know we're kind of deviating a little bit from the specific point of this podcast, which is calendaring, Mm -hmm. but it's because it's all related. You're scheduling your life. The purpose is not just to have a cool looking calendar. The purpose is to get things done, to be effective, to be efficient. And we're not saying to hustle and the grind and working a ton and all that and working 20 hours a day or even 12 hours a day. We're saying be effective and efficient with the time that you have. Be organized in that time so that you aren't just meandering, so you aren't going in circles, so you aren't reaching the end of a day, a week, and a month, a month, a year, and wondering what happened. Why am I not having the quality of life that I want? Why am I not able to spend good time with my family? Why am I not getting things done? probably because you're not focused. You don't know exactly what you want. If you do, you don't have a plan to get there. And you don't have a calendaring or a scheduling system to put those things in action and get them done. Yes, time will be filled. And you want to be the captain of what's happening in your life and not just letting things come to you and everybody else is in control and saying what you should and shouldn't do with your time. You want to be the boss. You want to figure things out and you want to get stuff done so you can have freedom as well. What's funny is you might be blaming other people for, oh, everyone's trying to tell me to do everything. (laughs) It's you. You've set that up. You've set up that expectation. There are millions of people that will be happy to give you stuff to do. I will be happy to give you stuff to do. You probably will be happy to give other people stuff to do. But it's you that determines what you do and what you allow other people to give you to do. So set up those right boundaries, set up the right structure, the right system, the right communication. Anytime you're doing something you want, it's no one's fault, but yours. And not even your fault per se. You don't even want to blame yourself. You just want to recognize that you have the power to change that. Take that responsibility and do something with it. All right. Well, I think we've about covered that. As always, if you have any questions, feel free to hit us up. You can reach out to Tara or me. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, I will say no. I have boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of teasing because so I was waiting to see what, what would happen to Tara's face. <laughs> no, but seriously, hit us up, Justin at Millionaire University or Tara at Millionaire University. Some emails, we don't respond to at all because we get a lot of solicitations. Mm -hmm. But from our listeners, our true listeners, we can tell the difference. We do respond to all of them. So far, there may come a day and a point in time where that's why we'll get help in responding to those. We'll always respond. We might have someone on our team respond. But I digress. For now, we are still responding. I am a couple emails behind. Those two are on my to-do list, but sometimes they get moved over mm -hmm. so we can do other things as well. But we love hearing from you guys. We love getting feedback, whether to our email directly or leaving us a review on Apple or wherever you listen to your podcast. That means the world to us as well. So get organized, find a system that works for you. You don't have to follow anything that we talked about, but follow something, create something that is organized that makes your life better. The end. Boom. So that's our lesson for today. Calendaring, get it done. Let us know. We'd love to hear from you. We will talk to you next time. Until then. Class dismissed. Class dismissed.